Dave Ramsey is a businessman, author, former real estate agent, and radio personality whose simple yet effective approach to personal finance has made him a household name. Most people probably know him best as the host of the syndicated radio program, The Dave Ramsey Show, which features Dave and sometimes a special guest engaging in dialogues with various callers regarding their unique financial situations. Some of Ramsey's most popular books include The Total Money Makeover, Financial Peace, and Baby Steps Millionaires. A piece of advice from Evan. If you read these books, you should probably skip all the anecdotal blurbs sprinkled throughout the book. They are fluff and only contribute to the book by trying to inspire the reader. If you don't need inspiration and just need the information, skip the success stories. Ramsey is famous for his baby steps. Full disclosure, my wife and I use these baby steps in our financial planning. The baby steps are a set of seven ordered tasks which bring you closer to financial freedom with each leap. Again, they should be done in order. Step 1. Save $1,000 for an emergency fund. Step 2. Pay off all debts from smallest to largest, not including the mortgage. This is called the debt snowball. So start with your little credit card payment that's $100. Move on to, you know, your car payment and all that. And finally, get to that those student loans if you have any and pay those off. And even just doing step steps 1 and 2 will bring you a long way, even if you stop there. But you shouldn't stop there. Moving on to step 3. Save enough for three to six months of expenses, whatever that may be for you. If you're a family, that's going to be a lot. If you're just a bachelor living a monk lifestyle, that won't be that much. And now steps four, five, and six can be done simultaneously. So step four, invest 15% of your total income for retirement. That's the 401ks we were talking about. Step five, save for your children's future, probably college, but you know, whatever. You don't have to send them to college. Step six. Pay off the mortgage early. And man, when you hit step six, I just can't imagine that feeling when I get there. You'll and be rocking your, and rolling, baby. All debt all debt is gone. All the money you get goes to taxes and whatever you want. No debt. Man, you won't know what to do with yourself. No. And step seven, continue to build wealth and be charitable. Enjoy yourself. You will have earned it. Uh, on top of the baby steps, Ramsey is noteworthy for advocating a complete removal of credit cards from your life. He makes no exceptions to this. He says to use a debit card and hard cash. Now, on top of that, he's also famous more recently. As background, he's he's pretty libertarian about things. At least fiscally, he's libertarian. He's made a lot of waves for uh, his opinions on the recent restrictions and quarantines and all that. So he's pretty, he's very based when it comes to that. He's literally yes. ridiculed people for coming into the office wearing a mask. Nice. He got a lot of bad press on that. Oh, well. I did see that in his controversies section on yeah, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> so let's discuss these steps. Uh, which which have we struggled with? Which are easy? Uh, which do we disagree with, if any? And uh, do we think that any of them don't go far enough? I would say they go far enough. I like the steps as they are. As far as which I've struggled with, uh, we're currently on step three. So we've done one and two, full disclosure. We don't have any debt besides the mortgage. Which is an awesome place to be in. Yeah, when you're Great young, place. when you're young with a family, that's very good. But I was blessed though that my parents did pay for my college, so I didn't have the student loans to pay off. Nice. I did get a very good scholarship though, so it wasn't that much in total. But still, I didn't have that to pay off. Exactly, which is a that's a big thing right there. That is, so many people have gigantic student loans. I know people in their forties who are still paying those off. That's rough. Yeah, we're still working on step three of getting six months of expenses in the bank. That's just because we have two kids and one of them has a lot of medical expenses. So we're getting there. And then I, I do invest. So I kind of 
did skip ahead. I put a lot of my money into 401k because they match. And I'm not going to let that go to waste. Of course. So had you not done that, you might be closer to accomplishing step three. Yeah, I have quite a bit of money in there. Mm -hmm. Which is great. That's awesome. Because you're just exchanging short term for long term at that point. You know, your short term money would be whatever you got in your bank account. But you're investing in long term. So that's cool. And you're you're making it elsewhere, you know, otherwise you're you're not sacrificing those first few steps to accomplish this later investment step. So you're you're doing fine. That's awesome. Okay, so would you say, do you think that starting off is a very hard step for you? Or do you think that's probably the hardest step for most people, like just saving $1,000? Yeah, I would hope that there's not that that many people who don't have $1,000 in the bank. But I, I know I'd be surprised if I got statistics on that. Yeah. There's a lot of people living paycheck to paycheck. Now, how many of those are their own fault and how many or whatever? I, I don't know. It's not, that's kind of beyond the scope of this episode. I but, agree. You know, you really should have at least $1,000. I mean, there have been many times emergencies have come up and I've had to spend over $1,000. So you really should probably have more than $1,000. Oh, yeah, you should. Well, that's why that's just step one. You know, yeah, like, that's, like that's that's like the minimum you should have. If I may, let me give you a little anecdote. Okay, I was recently out uh, after going to the gym. I was out getting a brewski with just some people that I, I kind of loosely knew, some acquaintances at the gym. And let's just say that the, this was in a more liberal part of town with a little, little bit little more liberal group of people, okay? About my age, mid to late 20s. And some of them were talking about how they have roommates. Some of them were talking about how they're, you know, they're wondering how they're going to be able to afford XYZ or their car payment and things like that. And I'm listening to them talking about all this stuff. And I'm looking at my beer and my beer probably cost me like seven bucks. You know, their beers might've cost about the same. There are some beers up there that might cost you closer to eight bucks or something. And these people spent hours at this place and drinking multiple, one multiple after beers. the other. Exactly. You know where I'm going with this. So these people are on the one hand complaining about having, not having money or having to have a roommate or deal with their roommate or whatever, and not being able to make their car payment. And then on the other hand, they're talking about going to a rave, going to a concert, drinking three or four, six, seven dollar beers in one night, and they wonder why finances are such a trouble for them. It just blew my mind. You know, it's the we should improve society somewhat meme. And then the guy's like, you drink $12 coffee. Okay, you want to improve society? Just give up some of your luxuries. And that's what a lot of young people, I think, don't understand. They just can't give up those luxuries. As Kiyosaki said, the poor pay for luxuries first and then regret it. Well, their finances regret it. Exactly. I'm out here drinking $7 beer because I can afford it. You're drinking $7 beer because you're a freaking liberal snowflake. We are not the same. Case closed. <laughs> I'm not going to get racial. Okay, you got those guys. You got the, the ghetto. And they're, they're like living in these dilapidated houses or apartments in the terrible conditions, barely making rent. And yet they got these gold necklaces on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got chains. Yeah, they got they all got, this glam. They got rims. They got glamour. And miss me with that. <laughs> Stop. Man, I can't even. No, no luxuries if you're barely making ends meet. It's pretty simple. They're in section eight and they're like, oh, man, I got to get that Birkin bag, yo. I got to get that Gucci. Yeah. It happens. So I hear you. Uh, what what the, step the, are you on? At the end of the day, I would say I am at step 
I'm not contributing 15% of my income to my retirement. I need to be. I've been trying to figure out how to do that. Um, but and, I just have And you don't have a mortgage, full disclosure. So yeah, full yeah. disclosure, I don't have a mortgage. Um, so, but yeah, I've, I've got the savings. Or children. Yes, or the children to pay for. Exactly. So there are fewer expenses in my life. So you're on step four. I much. would say I'm on step four. You don't have any debt? Other than a credit card I pay off every month. No, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Yeah, because it's paid off every month. Um, no, no, because I, I just I just paid off my truck last year. Yeah. So yeah, no debt. Pretty cool. I went to trade school, guys. I didn't go to a university. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah, we'll get to that. Thanks for listening to the Sons of Antiquity Highlight Reel. To hear this clip in context and to enjoy our full-length episodes, check out the links in the description or search Sons of Antiquity on YouTube, BitChute, Spotify, or Apple and Google Podcasts. 